1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday
0: edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 30th, 2018. My name is Philip rossman I'm the expert in site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at underscore omd On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll talk a little bit about the Magic's upcoming game against the Sacramento Kings. They took a nice win over the Miami Heat on Monday night. A really dangerous team, a really interesting team actually. Should be a good one down at the Amway Center on Tuesday. And then we'll talk about the Magic's offense. Uh, uh, Probably a favorite topic of some people. Probably a topic people want to avoid. But a topic that I don't think the Magic should be as worried about as the stats seem to think. Um, We're still kind of in the early stage of the season where stats are really variable and things change very quickly. Uh, So things haven't quite settled down yet statistically, so we don't want to put too much stock into some things. But I I, I looked a little bit deeper at the offensive numbers, and there are some things to be um, a little more optimistic about than, than I think maybe the stats would suggest. So we'll go over a few of those and talk a little bit about that. Uh, in today's episode. But before we go any further, I want to remind you all that you can check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Looking to get the complete lowdown on the Sacramento Kings before Tuesday night's game, check out Locked On Kings. That is your primary source for Sacramento Kings news. Just like there's a Locked On Kings and a Locked On Magic, there's a Locked On Podcast for every single team in the NBA. Uh, I'm watching highlights to Sixers Hawks right now. I want to know about the Hawks. I check out Locked On Hawks. Klay Thompson uh, is not a human being. Uh, and the and Lockdown Warriors has the evidence talking about that big game that he had. The Chicago Bulls are searching for their defense. It was apparently abducted by the non-human being Clay Thompson, um, if it ever existed to begin with. Uh, Lockdown Bulls has the recap of that. You can check out all these great podcasts on iTunes to search for Lockdown and the team you are looking for. So the Orlando Magic will uh, get back to action on Tuesday, taking on the Sacramento Kings. And like I said... This is a really interesting team, uh, a team that I think is surprising a lot of people at four and three. Um, you know, I think this is a team that that I have as I uh, actually uh, had them as the worst team in the Western Conference, and and I've watched them play now twice, and I'm willing to move off that. They've they've looked really good uh, this so far this year, and, and a lot of that is you know that 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 ever elusive thing that the Magic can't seem to get, and that's identity. I think Sacramento is gonna come back to Earth. They're, they're very similar to how the Magic were Magic were last year, but there's there's is something a bit different about this group. Um Dave Yeager, and you never thought you'd say this, these say these things in the same sense. Dave Yeager has the Kings playing at this breakneck pace. Uh and you know, you don't read too much into pace, so you don't look at raw numbers as much. And and Sacramento still struggling defensively, still got a negative net rating, so they'll they'll give up points. But these are guys that are going to get after you. They're going to run at you at every moment, and they're going to attack you at every moment, and they've got good three-point shooters. They'll spread the floor on you. And so if your defense is not dialed in, they will tear you apart. Um, give a lot of credit early on to De'Aaron Fox, who has played fantastic to start this season. He's really been the impetus uh, for this team uh, getting out and transition the way that they have and, and, and really dominating play, but they've gotten some really great play From Willie Cauley-Stein, who's looked fantastic and looked really good as a starting center. Um, You know, he still gets muscled out around a little little bit. Uh, Hassan Whiteside had a 20-plus rebound game. I think he had 23 rebounds. uh, Blocked five shots in the first half. Um, So, you know, Sacramento's still going to make mistakes. It's not like they're a perfect team yet. But you see with them, for sure, the beginnings of a... Um, of an identity. And, and it's an identity that they've really bought into because the ball is moving really well and they're getting three-point looks. Nemanja by elites has been really good for them. Um, Buddy Heald has looked really good for them. Um, they're, they're just able to find the open man inside or out and they're making shots right now. Um, that's to say, who knows if they'll make shots on the second night of a back-to-back coming from Miami. But um, you know, they got off to a slow start on Monday against Miami. They fell down by 12 points they came right back into that game. It wasn't uh, really early second quarter that they were back in that game and back in the lead. And then they took their own 17-point lead and, and hung on. So, you know, this is a team that will score a lot of points in a hurry. I think that's the real big thing and the real big worry for the Orlando Magic is you could play really good defense for them and then a 2, 3, maybe 4-minute burst is enough for them to get back into the game, and not only back into the game, but take a big lead uh, and really swing the game's momentum. They have that kind of spurtability offensively, and it doesn't seem like they do because they don't have a ton of offensive weapons, um, or at least what many would consider offensive weapons, but again, things are working really well for them. I I, I gotta single out again, Fox, Cauley-Stein, Heald, and Bialica have all played exceptionally well. Marvin Bagley um, is coming off the bench for them. He's he's still a rookie, but he's had his moments as well. Um, this is not going to be an easy game for the Magic a- at all. And, I've, and in fact, I would argue that Sacramento really hits a lot of the weaknesses that the Magic have. Point guard defense. you got to be able to contain Darren Fox, keep him from going downhill. He is a fast, fast dude. And... When he gets downhill, he is extremely tough to stop. And then Nikolahucevic isn't the center to stop him. Um, certainly if he if Hassan Whiteside isn't, he's not. Um, you know, they've got Buddy Healed who can spread the floor and shoot the three a little bit. They're really good on the three-point line. In fact, Sacramento is uh, fourth in the league in effective field goal percentage at 55.5%. So they are making threes, they're making outside shots at a very high high rate, and this is all without Bogdan Bogdanovich, who's one of their better players as well. Um, They've got a shot blocker, rim runner, and Willie Cauley-Stein, so their pick-and-roll game is really dangerous. Again, these are all things that the Magic really struggle with. They've really struggled with three-point defense as well so far this year. And so, Orlando is going to have their work cut out for them defensively. This is a game where they've got to be really focused and dialed in defensively. They can't take take breaks. As Steve Clifford pointed out at practice today, Sacramento will run off of makes. They'll they'll get they'll make a basket and just or you'll you'll make a basket and they'll just go on you. So you got to be really dialed into your game plan and, and that's really where the magic have struggled. So this is a good test in that sense. Um, on the other side, you know Sacramento, you know they'll go for steals. they you know they're they're not the most disciplined defensive team. They've got Kali Stein who's a decent shot blocker, um, but they're still very raw defensively. There's a reason why their offenses look so good. Uh, but they have a negative net rating. And, and like, like I'm going to reveal here in a moment, Magic's offense I don't think is playing as bad as the numbers suggest. Um, I think that there there are some good signs that, that, yeah, they could be in for a little bit of a breakthrough if the right situation comes along. And, and really, I think Saturday's game offensively was, was more of an aberration, although they've had a few games now where they've struggled to score some points. Um, but overall, Orlando should be able to attack Sacramento's defense. They should be able to find... If uh, if they're playing defense themselves, they'll be able to find opportunities in transition. They'll be able to uh, create some opportunities for themselves, and I think they'll be able to move the ball if they stay patient uh, and attack this team. Um, it should be a good matchup. I mean, I think you know when 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 some of us have whispered about playoffs or talked about you know what the Magic need to do to make the playoffs. These are the kind of games the Magic have to win, or you know these are the games you want to be. Competitive in and win, and and you win enough of these games against the the similar twos and the and the and the equal twos, that helps you make the playoffs. That helps you get um, into that into that tier, into that into that category of teams. And and really, these are the games that help separate you from the rest of the league and from from the rest of the teams that that you're looking at. So, um, a big test for Orlando, I think, a really big test of their defensive preparation. Their defensive uh, attention to detail and the defensive consistency, because Sacramento is going to keep coming at you. They're they, they'll go down and they'll keep fighting back, and they have the firepower to get back into a game. So Orlando is going to have their work cut out for them. They're going to have to play extremely well to get this win. The Orlando Magic taking on the Sacramento Kings at seven o'clock at the Amway Center. We'll have complete coverage of that game on Locked On Magic tomorrow. Before we move on and talk a little bit more about the offense, um, you know, I want to say a quick word uh, from my bookie. Uh, you know, ever since I started this podcast, you know, people people ask me for advice. I mean, even before I started this podcast, people will ask me for daily fantasy advice, for 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 gambling advice. A little bit, honestly, I'm trying to get that last bit of insight on on the team and 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 where this team is at, and you know. Usually, I'm not someone to to, to dive too deeply into that. I am interested in gambling. I do post the line on on Magic Wands every morning or every afternoon before games. Um, But, you know, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you do, my bookie is your place to go. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, they have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. You can lay down some cash and win big today. They have they have every kind of betting that you could hope for. In-game betting, live betting, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And hey, for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. This is certainly for NFL, and I would imagine for basketball as well. Join now and myBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Enter So locked on to activate the offer. Visit myBookie online today. That's my M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code Enter when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. This is Jake from Locked On.
0: Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: So, you know, uh, an interesting comment that came out of the Magic's loss in the Milwaukee Bucks, and, and I think I, I noted this, or I think I said this during um, the podcast uh, yesterday, um, But but an interesting note that came out Steve Clifford, you know, said, you know, I thought our offense actually played pretty well. I thought we got a lot of good looks and just missed a lot of them. Now, that's an odd thing to say after you score 91 points and shoot 31, 32, 33% from the floor. You're 10 for 43 from beyond the arc. You set a franchise record for three-point attempts and, you know, it feels like you took a lot of them and, and that messed up the, the, the rhythm of your offense. Um, it, it's, it's it's hard to say, I guess, that that was a good offensive night. And I, I'm not going to sit here and say that either. I mean, I, I think that, you know, there's a little bit of coachism here trying to pump some guys up or, or, or keep some confidence going. Uh, but it was not a good offensive night. Um, you know, I thought the Magic did settle for three-pointers a little bit too much, even though that was what the defense was giving them. And I do agree a little bit with Clifford that, yeah, those were some good shots that they missed. They missed a lot of good shots. And... There's no denying the numbers early on this season, too. Orlando is second worst in the league in effective field goal percentage at 46.7%. They are second worst in the league, or third worst in the league in offensive rating now at 100.2 points per 100 possessions. This is a team that is really struggling on the uh, offensive end. The only thing that the Magic are really doing well is their assist rate. Is that 63.9%? 63.9% of their baskets are assisted. That's third best in the league. Then again, a lot of the, uh, you know, that's a bit of a mixed bag. There's no correlation between that and winning. Orlando needs to move the ball to be successful. No getting around that. So, what then do we make of that Milwaukee game? What then do we make of it? Because while we don't expect the Magic offense to be great, this team isn't full of shooters. They don't have that great creator. They're not a great driving team. They do need ball movement. They do need player movement to find success on the offensive end. What do we make of these early numbers? What do we make of this early offense? And is this offense possible to save? Well, I would argue. You know, I I listened to what Clifford said. And, and, and he said that, you know, that he thought that the Magic's offense was fine for the most part on Saturday night. They just missed a lot of shots. And so I took him to task. I said, okay, let's, let's dive into these numbers a little bit more. Are the Magic getting good looks and just missing them at this point? And the answer to that question appears to be, maybe they are. Maybe the Magic are getting good looks. And are, and are simply just missing them. Take this number for example. On, you know, NBA.com keeps a number of really interesting stats that, that tell us some things but not everything. So take it with a grain of salt. The Orlando Magic currently lead the league in field goal attempts where the closest defender is between 4 and 6 feet away from them. That's That's considered, quote-unquote, open, according to NBA.com's Second Spectrum statistics. So essentially, the Magic lead the league in fugal attempts where the defender is 4 to 6 feet away from the shooter. Open shots, quote-unquote. 28.8 fugal attempts of these kinds per game. Orlando's only shooting 38.2% on those shots. And just 27.9%. And only 27.9% on three-pointers when they are quote-unquote open. That 14.3 is fourth in the league. So the Magic are getting a fair amount of relatively open shots. They're just not making them. So again, what do we make of this? Is this a case of the defense is giving the Magic these shots? That the Magic are are playing into the defense's hands a little bit? In taking these shots? Is it still an early stage where You know, teams want to give up outside shots, and these all appear to be perimeter shots. And until they start making them, teams are going to keep giving them these kinds of shots. Perhaps. It's all very possible. And in fact, when you scale it back out to where the closest defender is more than six feet away, Orlando's field goal attempts are a little less robust. They're about middle of the pack taking 19.7 field goal attempts per game with a 52.1% effective field goal percentage. In fact, that's one of the worst in the league. That's one of the one of the, I think it's 6th worst in the league. So, Orlando is getting decent looks. More likely than not, they're the kind of looks that teams want to give up. But From you know, an NBA player shooting a shot where the closest defender is more than four feet away, that should be a make more often than not. And right now, the Magic are just missing a lot of these shots, and it's permeating throughout the roster. You've got Evan Fournier, who's a career 38% three point shooter, shooting 32%. That's significant. DJ Augustin shooting 39% from beyond the arc, but. You know, outside of him, you got Terrence Ross who's still struggling from beyond the arc after uh, coming off of last year as well. Really, I would agree with Clifford on this. That the Magic got good shots Saturday a lot of the times. And they missed so many of them. And it was sort of an aberration that they did. I mean, I think I mentioned this. Jonathan Isaac had one three-pointer that, yeah, he probably doesn't take last year. He takes it and just airballs it. But it's a shot you feel confident and comfortable with him taking. And that's all part of the problem of the Magic offense right now. And why... You know, I think a lot of fans are worried about the Magic offense because of the low scores that the Magic are are taking. And yeah, their offensive rating is is terrible and their shooting percentages are terrible right now. But I don't think you need to worry that much about it. They've already proven throughout the course of the season against Miami, against Philadelphia, against Milwaukee. Not Milwaukee, but... It's Portland. This team can put up points. This team can score a lot of points. They got to find rhythm. They they, they do have to keep the ball moving. They can't let the ball get stuck. Finding shots is still difficult. We know this team's not going to be a great offensive team. But we do know they can be a whole lot better. And really, it kind of comes down to just making shots. Simple as that. The point of the game. Stan Van Gundy, who of course Steve Clifford coached with for a very long time here in Orlando, you know, would would always say this is a make or miss league. My job is to create the good shots. It's up to the players to make them and you can't worry about making or missing shots. It's about the execution. Yeah, the magic offense execution is, is lacking sometimes. It's not perfect. But I would also argue pretty pretty heavily that yeah the Magic are getting decent looks Magic's execution isn't terrible and eventually good shooters will make shots eventually everyone will return to their averages and when that happens the Magic offense will take off a little bit no matter what moves you made last year Turbo
0: tax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a house boat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back.
2: I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at underscore OMD, And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including a look at Jonathan Isaac, check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for me today, though. The Orlando Magic taking on the Sacramento Kings. That's at 7 o'clock at the Amway Center. We'll have a complete recap of that game on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip rossman Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.